Look at talk. New episode, ladies and gentlemen, starts right now. Welcome one, welcome all to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. It's your man Vic, and today it's a Hennessy and Cake Night round, <laughs> and it has finally come to Look at Talk. Came yeah. earlier than expected, but nevertheless, joining me today, she is the lady of the Cake Dish podcast. She's the lady of the cake brand. She's the one that was going to give your daughters prom dresses, but the COVID had to fuck that yes. up. It's not. It's yours truly, Sean Drica. How you doing today, Drica? Hello. Yes, introduction. <laughs> I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. Battling the injury, but you know what? Not the people need to get liquor talk, you know what I'm saying? Even through yes. the pain, you know what I'm saying? Oh, get well soon. What was you doing to injure yourself? I don't know. I think I was walking around. I just woke up this morning and my foot, I think I sprained my foot, but it's getting better now. Luckily, when you have a mama and a sister who both know will kind of give you some home remedies, it's getting well, so. Okay. Listen, ain't nothing yeah. like it. Yes, ain't nothing like it. They're the real MVPs. It has been too long since you've been on Look at Talk. It's been a good 40 episodes. It's been too long. What's been going on with you? Oh, my goodness. Same old, same old. Getting the, um, we got the website started back. Due to the corona, all of my little rollouts and events and things had to be canceled. But we still going to push through. So really just getting the business together, getting the business of podcasting and the business of having a clothing boutique, getting that all together is running me crazy. But we we getting through it. Me and Arona. Yes, I, yes, the Rona can't stop us. I see that. And also, you a student of the game, y'all. I tell her to do something, and she doing it, y'all. She's a student of the game, y'all. So I'm... I that I'm like that made me jump. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to get like you with this. Hey. Hey, I'm hey, I'm hey, I might be a hundred episodes in, but I'm still trying to figure this shit out too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Well I've learned it's not a race, it's a damn marathon. Yes. So you're doing good. Most a lot of podcasts don't even make it to like a hundred episodes because people get discouraged and just be like, you know what, forget it. So, for you to yes, be they, this far, yes, they do. you to be this far, like, that says a lot about your hustle, your grind, and everything. So, you I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But I guess what people don't really, people be trying to, they get into it looking for something quick. Honestly, I've just been looking at it as a mental release from the bullshit that's been going on. Thank so, you. it's like, yes. if I just come on here and entertain you know what I'm saying? For a little bit, take my mind off of the bullshit that is life, you know what I'm saying? So Exactly. <laughs> that's what exactly kept us going. So in the time we've talked, I noticed you've added a new segment to the cake dish. Tell the people about that good sis segment. Yes. Oh my God. It's like my baby. I don't really have it all the way down pat, but the good sis segment is on every Monday episode. And basically, I'm just taking a few minutes to bring awareness to some of the missing black women cases in this country because if you look at the statistics there are so many it's so many missing black women i mean this goes back years to the 80s and 70s it's it just has piled on so the good sis segment you know it's not the end all be all but 
it's really just to put the names out there. Because a lot of these cases are cold. Like I say, a lot of them might be from the 80s or from 10 years ago, whatever. But we just want to continue to say their name. So that's like my main little goal. And I've been getting a lot of good feedback. So we're going to keep the good sis going for quite some time. Yes, I'm, I'm glad they're getting the feedback. I'm glad they're getting the shout outs and stuff. Because I didn't realize it's going back so far. It's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's and it's so many, for whatever reason, black women are so easily classified as runaways. And they're not runaways. Somebody has taken them, something happened to them. But for whatever reason, historically, they are classified. We as black women, if we go missing, we're classified as just, we just run away. So we just really want to change the narrative that our black women are not just running away. Like somebody needs to be out looking for us, so that's what we're doing. Yes, yeah, somebody definitely needs to be looking for them. We definitely need our black women. So, what made you decide to go ahead and put this on the cake dish? Honestly, I am. I've always been one of those people who watch the crime shows. I am like a crime show junkie. I always found missing persons cases to be so intriguing. Because I'm a black woman myself. So when I go out into the world or moving by myself or living by myself, coming home late, I'm I'm thinking about these things. I'm thinking about is somebody watching me, watching my movements. You know, I'm just, I'm so aware of my surroundings. And when I look at a lot of these cases of these missing black women, it could easily be me. Like, I'm reading about women who are literally going outside at night to talk to a friend and never seen again. I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I think about a lot of these missing black women who just got in their car, went to work, never seen again, or they moved to a different city by themselves, never seen again, it's like, damn, that could be me on any given day. You just never know. So that's why I really want to bring awareness for one Black women, I want us to be aware that this shit could pop off to any one of us. Um, and it could just be our sister, anybody. So I don't know. I just always found the cases so intriguing. And plus, they differ so much for white women. So I just, it, it's just something that has just always intrigued me. I gravitate towards missing person stories. I read about them, want to follow up with them. So it's just some. I'm like, you know what? We might as well dedicate a few minutes. We talk about everything else on the Cake This Podcast, as y'all know. I talk a whole lot of shit. So I'm like, I could dedicate a few minutes to my good sisters out there who people need to know their names. So that's where we at with it. That's real. And that's it's real. And it's sad that we're in 2020 and you black women have to go through a lot. And it's it's also sad to see that y'all don't have the protection of a brother out there. Us black men, we need to protect each other because we're all we got, you know. So it's definitely sad. Most definitely, but you know, we'll we'll get the justice that we need. We just need our people not to be forgotten. That's all it is. Yes, that's real. Our people need don't definitely be forgotten. We need to definitely bring the light, shine the light on this because it's alarming and ridiculous that it's about to be feels like it's about to be twenty twenty one and we still going through this mess. Exactly. 
yes, black lives do matter. And it's like, it's crazy that some people just don't get it, you know? No, they don't get it. They don't, I don't know if they don't want to get it. it. Maybe it's too much for them to get, but it it's real out here in the field. Yes, it's real out here in the field. And speaking of the field of politics, I know we talked about this a little bit on the cake dish, but last night I saw something shocking. Saw something with regarding politics that made me say, what the fuck? Uh, Kanye West is decided to throw his name in the hat to run for president. First of all, I didn't even let Kanye get my blood pressure up because (laughs) it's too late for him to even say some shit. It's too late for it to even be a possibility. Thank you. But if he's even thinking about doing that shit after this election, like, I'm not here for it. I don't find it funny. I don't find it cute. We do not need a rapper celebrity to be the president just because you rich. No. I'm sorry. I'm not here for none of that shit. And he what make me think that Kanye is actually serious about running for president one day is because he said this shit before. Like, this is not his first time saying this. So, yeah. I believe- yeah. Yeah, I can I can hit sorry to Demi and cut you off, but yeah, I can believe it because I've heard him say that on numerous occasions he wanted to run for president. And yeah. I've heard that um he was originally gonna push back to 2024, but honestly, I think he's doing this shit to help Trump, honestly, because you don't see him wearing that ugly ass hat. So oh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not here for the shit. I ain't here for it either. I'm like, really, Kanye? Because in the states of Indiana, Maine, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, and Texas, he probably ain't gonna get in the ballot because it's already too late. It's too late. So I, I don't even want to think about this man winning, running none of that shit. We, we already have a billionaire with no political experience as the president. We do not need another one. Like please don't. We don't. We do not need. We need a politician in the White House. That's just that on that. Yes, we need a politician, somebody that knows what the hell they're doing and have a plan and knows what the hell they're doing because America's ain't nothing but a fucking laughing stock to all the other countries in the world who probably have moved on from this damn coronavirus. Now we dragging our feet with it because, well, look at look at the shit show we have right now. And, and Kanye, I'm I'm not here for the antics. And that Kanye is with the antics type of shit. He's an antics rapper. He do a lot of shit for shock value. So I'm we don't need another president like that. It'll be just like another Trump. Yeah, well, just with a black a black Trump. That's probably what a, it a is. Uh, yeah, because no. we all know Kanye hadn't been the same since his mom passed away. You know, so. He hasn't. The real ones know that. Ladies the, and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, the real Kanye through the wire Kanye fans, we, we're well aware of when shit went left. So, I'm, I didn't think it was funny. I didn't really pay it too much attention. His ass can't get on the ballot now, no way, but no, I don't need Kim Kardashian as the first lady. <laughs> oh, hell no. no I, I'll take my Kim Kardashian on Instagram. I don't need her ad. I love what she doing with the whole prison reform and getting inmates out. I love it. I'm here for it. She getting her law degree. I'm here for all of that shit. But I don't need 
Kim Kardashian to be my first lady. I don't need it. I've never needed it. I need Kim Kardashian to entertain me on Instagram. That's it. And and free and free innocent black people too. I need that's what we need her to and do because she's doing a free my people. That's it. Yeah, because she's doing a great job of that. You know what I'm saying? Phenomenal. She's doing. I I can't see her doing a first lady, even though Melania ain't really did nothing as first lady though. You know, Melania do she, like does she even speak? I don't know. Shit, I don't think that's I see her. her. I ain't never heard her talk either. That bitch just stand there. She stand there and be pissed off. Melania, Melania, whatever her name is, she thought she had an old rich sugar daddy. She did not have first lady on her agenda at all when she wanted to get her sugar daddy. Nah, that's basically. Mm-hmm. That's why she'll be looking all mad and shit. That's why she don't even want to hold the man hand. That lady don't want to hold a man hand. She don't want to live in that damn White House. This lady. Wanted Birkin bags, Louis Chanel. She did not want to run no damn country. Now she in distress. Somebody need to go rescue her ass. She looked like a victim her damn self. Damn sure do. She always looks scared and frazzled. I'm not here for it. Somebody go save Melania ass. Go save Melania. Go save save America while you're at it, please. Shit. America is it's a laughing stock. I'm just I'm ready to vote for Biden and all my little local elective officials, whatever. I'm ready to do whatever. Whatever I got to do, I'm with it. But the pink face, his ass got to go. Damn, this man has been called so much pink face, orange face, bag, everything. He got to go. I can't do it no more. Twitter fingers, yes. I'm with you. I can't do it no more. I'm tired of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Only thing he talked about doing is getting a similar show, bitch. Run me my money and just get the fuck out. Good. At this point, you know what? If it means I can get rid of his ass quicker, you know, go and keep it and I'll just charge it to the gate. Just get the hell on. Just go. I need your ass out of here. I appreciate that first stimulus check. I really do. You pay some bills around here, and I appreciate you for it, but get your ass on. I don't need you. I'm out of here. Yes. Yes, I don't need you, Twitter famous. I don't need, I don't need you on Twitter. I'm like, you be on Twitter more than me. I'm like, God damn, you the fucking president. You're the president. Your ass live on Twitter. Like, boy, what is you doing? I just want to call him like, boy, what is you doing? <laughs> what is you doing? Don't you got some shit to do? Like, he lives on Twitter. That shit is... It's a shit show. This, America 2020, I promise you, it's a shit show. America, You heard it here on Liquor Talk. America 2020 <laughs> is a goddamn shit show. Shout out to everybody that's listening to Liquor Talk in all of the, all of the other countries. We Get us out of this shit show if you can. Let's loosen yes. things up a little bit. So, tell me this. If you had, if somebody told you delete all your apps but three apps, what three apps are staying on your phone? Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> delete all of them but three? Okay. Uh, Instagram, I guess, because that's where I do the most promotion. So Instagram can stay. Um, I needed some music, so I guess if I had to pick between Apple Music and Tidal, I'm going to go with Tidal. And shit, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess okay, okay. Instagram title, and I guess 
Twitter can stay because that's where I get my news from. Ooh, that's good. So I'm not, I'm with you on two of them, except I would I would have Anchor as the third one on because I need to give the people the podcast. So I feel that. So Anchor would be the one for me that would, that would stay. It'll be Anchor, Twitter, Instagram, because like you, I promote on both Twitter and Instagram, and I need Anchor to keep giving people the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Now that that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I could go with my my Anchor app. I guess I can let Twitter go. I guess I've been slowly letting Twitter go though, and that's not a good thing because I need them to promote. But like I said, that's where I get my news from. So sometimes that shit like it's it's overwhelming. It's too yes, time. yes. That's why sometimes I'll just be off on it and just be on my Xbox, just listening to my music, playing my Xbox because it just be overwhelming because it it gets stressful because it seems like every day. I get on there, it's another new hashtag, another new person to add to the state of names list. I'm like, my goodness, when does this shit stop? Exactly. It's like, I've really slowly been pulling away from Twitter. I have to force myself to tweet because I have three profiles. I have mine, my business, and the podcast, and it's like I literally have to force myself to get on there as of lately because it's just my my timeline is full of bullshit. And sad, I won't say bullshit, but sad shit. Honestly, I feel you on I can feel that because my timeline is full of the recycled conversations. I'm like over it. Yes. Y'all, y'all need to stop with these damn conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Look and Talk podcast, and this is the Hennessy and Cake Night edition. So yes. go ahead if you haven't done if you haven't done so already, go ahead and pull you up a shot of liquor. Because the more liquor you drink, the better this podcast is gonna yes. sound. And if you don't drink for this episode, get you a slice of red velvet cake. More red, red velvet. velvet. Yes, the more cake you have, the better it's on sound. And get it from public, say your grandmama's house or who, whatever woman <laughs> can get baking your family. Get it, get it how you live, people. Hello. <laughs> y'all, I hope y'all enjoying this as much as we are. We got to continue to give the people what they need. Now, I've got to give a quick shout out to a supervisor, a supervisor of mine who, who showed some love to the podcast. He went, I walk into work right. And I'm signing in or whatever. He's like, oh, I listened to that liquor talk. You sound really good. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. I was not expecting this person to be listening to the podcast. But Mr. Uh-oh. Crawford, um, Mr. Private Investigator, I do give you a shout out. You know what I'm saying? So which brings yeah, me hey. to you. What would you do if somebody just, you're not even expecting, just randomly blurts out the cake, just like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. Oh, it depends on who it is, child. I my mama don't know I got a podcast. I never want my mama to oh, oh, damn. How did you oh damn? How did you keep it away from your mama? I don't tell my mama. I I have a whole photo shoot lined up for this podcast in August. I'm not telling her anything. <laughs> I don't know. It was so funny. I think this was Friday. I was in the car with her and I was trying to get my podcast posted or something. And anyway, she heard it and she's like, that's not like you. And I was like, uh-uh, that's a YouTube video. <laughs> she was like, that sounds just like you. I'm like, uh-uh, I just clicked on YouTube. <laughs> so, no, she do not need to know about this. I don't want her to know. I don't want my, my job don't know I have a podcast. 
Um, nobody really knows, honestly. <laughs> wow. Nobody in my family, I, my cousin know, my close home girls, they know. But like my family, I would be mortified if my mama listened to my pop. Ooh, <laughs> I would fall out and die right here, right now. Really? Yeah. So your mama, but well, damn you. I guess okay. damn. No, I guess okay. this is where we different because truly, my mom done heard liquor talk. Oh no, no, she would. She oh Jesus, she would be mortified at first, and then she might be like, "Well, you know, this what this is what you're trying to do for a career." But no, I I just I don't want my mama to hear me talk about sucking dick. I just <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no. I would literally die. I played her the my only on camera podcast that I did when I interviewed Boss Up Barbie. Shout out to her. I played that for my mom and my grandma, and I was cussing on there. And I like even then I was like was covering my face like, oh my god, I'm cussing. They hear me cussing because like the disappointment on their face every time I cussed was so funny. But even then, I didn't tell them that was for my podcast. I told them that was for one of the publications that I write for. So even then, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to do this for one of the blogs I write for. Like, they just don't know. That's why I don't really post on Facebook unless I post in the group, the podcast groups that I'm in. Because, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want the family to know about this. Wow. No, honestly, honestly, I feel you because outside of my mom and sister, very few of my family members know I have a podcast. And at first, my mom was always like, You always cuss on there. My ears be bleeding and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, Mom, was I that bad? Yes. But then over the but over the time my mom started promoting the podcast to her friends, I'm like, oh shit. Oh, no, so now I think some of my family members might know I have a podcast. The, mm. the same the family members the same people who I haven't seen in a minute. Shout out to y'all. I still love y'all. I'm just still, you know, coronavirus, damn it. Corona, yes, corona. <laughs> we gonna blame the coronavirus for why I haven't really been crossing the bridge like that, you know what I'm Definitely. saying? Definitely. <laughs> But and I, so you don't tell nobody you work with that um you have a podcast. Not my family, no, not my family. Only my friends know. My friends, and then of course I, I'm in all these different podcast groups I promote on social media. But my family, oh no, honey, no. Now no. what would you do if an employer found out you found your podcast? Die. <laughs> die <laughs> is what I would die. Like. I'm so anti-employers following me on social media. I blocked them in my whole department on Instagram and Twitter. Like, no. One of my co-workers tried to follow my business page on Twitter. I blocked him there. He followed the business page on Instagram. I blocked him there. Like, no. You can't follow none of my social media because the shit that I'm talking about <laughs> on my podcast, I don't, it's very different from my job. My job is very, you know, strict and da 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 da. So, no, no, honey, they don't need to know what I do outside of work because it's not interfering with work. 
Like, I don't bash work or anything, but I just know my work values do not align with this podcast that I got, honey. So, uh-uh. We ain't doing none of that. No, oh, I feel that. I definitely feel that, which is why I'm the same way, which is why I usually don't talk about my podcast on jobs. Sometimes, some jobs I do, but then some jobs I'm like, it ain't any business, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm to get this money. So the fact that my super when my supervisors found it, only because he added me, he he found my Facebook page because I guess somebody I got cool at the job wanted to add me on Facebook. And I'm like, Facebook, how the hell you gonna mention somebody as people you may know and they only got one mutual friend? What exactly. the hell, Facebook? Exactly. It makes no sense at all. It really don't. So he found it. He was just like, oh, man, look at you. You're so smooth on there. It's just, you're already a cool dude. I didn't know. I was like, you know what? In my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm not tripping about it. I said, I was shocked that he found it. But I said, hey. Right. So shout out to him for supporting because I really wasn't expecting <laughs> him to support, honestly. Because, you know, I, you know, it's always the people you don't expect to support be the ones that That's always true. got some good to say. So I do give them the shout out, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to, you know, be mad about it, you know. That's but true. I can't do it. I know, I, honey, the subject matter, my coworkers would be looking at me real different. <laughs> I, I mean... Your coworkers, they'll be all right. I'm like, damn, let me be a grown up. Shit, this grown folks talk. Shit, no, let me be right. a grown up. Let me be grown out here, but child, they, they ain't grown like me. I, I get a little too grown on the Cage podcast sometimes. Sometimes I listen back like, what, girl, Drika, come on now. What was this all about? What was you going through this day? Sometimes I get a little too grown. So we going to keep them very far away from my podcast. No, honestly, there's one episode of Look and Talk. I said, Ma, I hope my mom didn't play it. It's the episode <laughs> right after the 100th episode. Shout out to the National Bother Podcast. Those ladies go in. I really? Like, <laughs> I have to listen now. Oh, they go in. I was like, oh, shit. I, listen, that's what happens when you have people on your podcast. You don't know what to expect, you know. Oh, I love it. Yes, but you but you love the interaction, though, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look at Talk. This is what we do, y'all. Let's yes. get into some more of what we're doing. Um, you watch the show Insecure? Oh, my God, do I? So what were your thoughts overall on the season? Every season, I just feel like the episodes are too short, but that's that's never going to change. So the season for me, um, overall, it was really good. But I don't really like this new evolution of Molly. Molly been low-key, not a good friend. But I feel like this season, she just was so unapologetic about being a trash-ass friend to Issa. And what I really liked about Issa was that she was kind of coming into her own. And we seen Issa not really be Molly's lapdog anymore. And I love that because since season one, if Molly called, Issa come. Like, Issa has always been her her shoulder. So I really love that Issa is kind of coming into her own, into her own career. I'm not happy with this Lawrence situation. Honestly, I think Issa just needs a new dick. Next season, please, can we please get somebody new? I'm sick of Nathan. I'm sick of Lawrence. I could do Daniel fine ass, but 
we need somebody new because these men is wreaking havoc and Issa life. So I liked it. I just I don't want to see Issa go through this whole baby mama shit with Lawrence. I'm not here for that. I was not here for that either. Shout out and also <clears throat> quick shout out to the group. Um the insecure the insecure round group I do with um some people I god damn it. Their name's gonna come back to me. Shout out to my dog Marco for giving me our <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, precious. This has been a long day. Uh, shout out to my dog Marco. Shout out to my dog Rick, Ricky. Shout out to Devonay. Shout out to Don. Shout out to Danny. Hey. Man, they got they got me on this um Instagram review show, and I've always I've been so outspoken against Molly. How Issa just needs to just cut ways with Marley, Molly because Molly is a sorry friend. No matter what she look at, it's like in her eyes she's perfect. Bitch, you are not that. perfect. I hate you it. need to fucking humble yourself. And it. I saw the Lawrence situation. I was like, I said this, Lawrence, you need to wrap that shit up because you don't yeah. know what kind of woman you're sleeping with. I didn't I didn't think I I knew something was up with condolences. Yeah, <laughs> you know condolences, yes. <laughs> Man, I heard I heard so many different answers from her on social media. But I knew something was up with her and it's like I kind of felt that jealousy from her, so it's like, you know what? She doing this shit, I spite. I'm not here for her. I'm not here for this whole storyline, because since season one, since Lawrence and Issa broke up, Issa been low-key wanting Lawrence back. She Yeah, and Lawrence has been getting his shit together. He been getting his shit together. Issa know she fucked up and she didn't want that man back so that's why I feel like next season she gonna take him back hella high water no matter what because she's been wanting him back for so long so but I just think it's gonna be a disaster yes I think I, I could see that happening but I've um the only way I could really see that happening is if condolences don't have the baby that's the only way I can really see them working out because I'm like how is that gonna work you know what I'm saying because which brings me to something I wondered, um, which is why I wanted to get one's perspective on this. Mm-hmm. So, would you have a baby by a man that makes it as clear as day he don't want to have a baby with you? Absolutely not. No. Mm-mm. So, unless, why do you think... Go ahead. Unless I am in a position financially and spiritually to where I am so okay with being a single parent and that's what I really feel like Condola is because she says you know you can be as involved or not involved as you want but I'm keeping it so unless I was in that place where I done bought me a house and I am totally okay with being a single mom no I'm not having a baby with a man who just really don't want no parts of it because you setting yourself up to be a single parent and to struggle and I wouldn't want to bring a child in this world with somebody who doesn't want the child then they have no connection with the child so no not at all that's right I totally feel you on that and it's like so why do you think so many different women decide to oh let me just have this baby until and then all of a sudden they just realize how much of a struggle it is I think a lot of times um, every situation is different. You have some women who are holding on to the word of a man. Like a lot of these guys, they will tell a girl what she want to hear and 
you know, they will make her feel comfortable. Like I'm, they're going to be around and then the baby comes and they get ghosts. And then you have some girls who feel like, okay, the baby will bring us closer together. And when he see the baby and he see us together, he's going to want to be with me. And they have this fairy tale in their mind that the baby is going to make the man stay. And that's just not true. So it, it could go either ways. I know a lot of guys who have, you know, told the girl that they're going to be there. They're going to help raise the baby. They're going to do this. Then, and then the baby get here and they're just nowhere to be found. So I, it, it really just depends on the situation. But I don't agree with women who have children out of spite. Um, and I don't agree with women who feel that a baby will keep a man because that is just so far from the truth. That shit is not, no, that's not happening. Hell no. Now, hell no. It's like, you, you know, if you need a baby to keep a man, then that relationship ain't real, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Because, and also from fellas, I'm looking at men like, why, if you know damn well you don't want to have a baby with this woman, why are you sleeping her off? Why are you exactly. doing that? You know what I'm saying? I know the chances of getting pregnant are like some, a low number or something like that. But I would I wouldn't dare risk it though because it might be that one time exactly. you risk it and then all of a sudden exactly. then you having a baby with a woman you don't even want to have the baby with and then y'all have this baby mama dog drama and baby dad drama and I'm just mm-hmm. like and then it's also a strike on y'all in the dating world if y'all ever decide to date because nowadays be honest people without kids don't want to give somebody with the kids a chance me it's fuck me yep. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I'm guilty of that too. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of maybe meeting a chick with a kid and might be a one night stand if that, but that's that's me as well. Because it's like sometimes, well, us, us people without kids, we don't have the patience for, for exactly. people with kids because they'll be complaining like, oh, this baby, this, this baby. I'm like, well, you chose to have a baby with this person, you know, this person, and exactly. then some of them, and sometimes I'll get real cold hearted, and sometimes I'll be like. <laughs> No, because I saw this one person, one baby mama said something on Facebook like, nobody wants to hang around me because I have a baby. I'm like, where the hell the baby dad at? <laughs> baby dad at? Shit, where, where, where's your family at? So we no. can have a little bit of a life, you know what I'm saying? Child, like I said, some guys just, you know, they do tell these women a lot of lies. But for me, it's never really... I don't have a problem with the children themselves. I have a problem with the whole baby mama, baby daddy aspect. Y'all still messing around. It's still feelings there. She lashing out at me. I don't even know her. You know, I, I have a problem with just the whole issue of all this drama that's about to come my way just because I'm dating you. You got some girls that's like, oh, you got a new girlfriend. My baby ain't going to be around her. So, but it's like, okay, if I'm dating him and I'm around him, you going to stop this father from being in his child's life just because he got a new girlfriend. So it's that. It's, I don't like that. The kids themselves don't really, don't really bother me. I like kids, but it's just I have to deal with this other grown adult that I didn't choose to, you know, I didn't choose her. But now dating you, I got this drama with her in my life. So that has always been my issue with dating guys with kids. It's like you still dipping and dabbing, sleeping with her sometime. 
her feelings is still tied up into it and you trying to date me it's too much and it gets really messy really quick so I just choose not to I just choose not to fuck with it honestly I just choose not to be a part of it unless you do something that makes me really secure and really have faith that you and her are strictly co-parents but if you can't do that then I'm good I'll pass uh-uh. That's real. That's real, and that's definitely real on on all that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some some women some women will have to pay the baby daddies that want to be like who this new nigga is that you dating or somebody like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, and we're not trying to deal with that. No, because if they if they concerned about who you're dating, there's some feelings there. They got some deep down feelings that they want to be a whole family. And personally, I love the kids too. I got love for the kids. You know what I'm saying? But I know if I ever have a kid with a woman, it's probably because I'm with that woman and we have a bond that nobody can break. That's yeah. how you'll know if I have a kid. Exactly. And as some people, people just really don't understand that. But a lot of guys have gotten offended when I've said, you know, I don't really date guys with kids. I'm not just going to completely rule you out. But I know I'm not just going to off the bat take you serious either. I'm just not. So, you know, I that's why I just choose to stay away from the shit completely because I know it's probably not going to go nowhere. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that because I've, I've tried with women with kids and they've, they've just, they've been very passionate and, you know, they've been very bashful if you don't hear from them. I'm like, I'm like, I have a whole job where I sometimes <laughs> I can't even be on my phone and you want to get mad because you haven't heard from me. I'm like, I'm hello. I have a whole job, you know what I'm right. saying. So, um, yeah, you gonna hear from me at some point. Then they might not be at the pop in the morning. Maybe it might be. You gonna hear from me at some point, you know. So, I, I could definitely uh, agree with that. Um, staying away from people with kids, you know what I'm saying. People with kids, we love y'all. Don't get me wrong. We love y'all. <laughs> we support y'all. But at the same time, it's gonna be a challenge to date y'all, and I don't think we're in the mental capacity to where we can take <laughs> on that challenge. There you go. That's a great way to put it. Perfect. You put it perfectly. It had to. So tell me this. Stay on dating. Why do you feel like dating is so successful, difficult for the ones that seem like they're having to have getting their shit together? <laughs> Why do I feel like dating is harder for the ones who need to get their shit together, you said? No, the ones that have their shit together. For us ones who have it together or corporate thugs, why is dating so hard for people that have it together, get together and the ain't shit ones, they getting all the attention. <laughs> I'm just saying, what the hell? Uh, I, you know what? I Honestly, I don't know. Um, I was in a relationship for like four years. So when I got out and got back into this, I, I'm still like, whoa, like what the hell is going on? And that was uh, maybe over three years ago when we broke up so i'm i still don't know what it is um about this you have some people who want to move entirely too fast but then you got some people who are just moving super slow to the point where it feel like you being strung along so i i suck at dating i'm gonna say that like i am not good with this dating thing i just i'm not good at it i'm I'm probably more of a relationship girl, but I ain't got no relationship, and you have to kind of date to get a relationship, so 
honestly, I don't know. I think people, a lot of this shit come from like, we see social media relationships and YouTube couples are such a big thing now. It's weird, the obsession with those, but people kind of see that in social media and they want that image of perfection. So when you, they don't get it or whatever the case may be, it's like they they out, they done. So I think that's also the case. But child, I can't tell you for sure, honey, because I'm over here single as a goddamn dollar bill. <laughs> I trust me. I feel, <laughs> so. See, I feel you on that because dating is hard when you're hopeless romantic, you know what I'm saying? You have that romantic side, but also it's hard being the romantic and that's also being tired of giving maximum effort for a minimum return. So it's just, it's like, it's a whole mess. Facts, big facts. Yeah, I've, I've done that. I've had it where I've put all this super effort in and then I've had it where, you know, I didn't put a whole lot of effort in cause I didn't feel like it was serious. So it's, it's so hard to say. I don't, I don't know. The only thing I could really tie it into is a lot of, like I said, the whole social media image of perfection. That's one thing. But I feel like a lot of guys want you to to go through a whole bunch of shit with them. Like they oh want to be able to take you through cheating and babies and bitches and, and jail stints and all this type of shit. And then they'll commit to you. And it's like I'll, you know, I'll ride with you if you're down and out, but why do I have to go through all these quote-unquote tests for you to know that you really fuck with me? Like, it's it's too much of that going on, and I just kind of stay, I just kind of stay over here, <laughs> like, away from that shit, so. No, I feel you on that, because I'm that same way. I've, I've hit that what's the point phase of, like, what's the point of even trying when I know, me personally, the corporate the man that's the corporate thug who ain't gonna take you through the bullshit exactly. is probably gonna get passed up for the nigga that probably is gonna take you through the bullshit. The nigga that probably got five or six baby mamas probably got all that drama, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm just saying. And it's also, people just want drama. I don't know. Honestly, we, we gotta figure it out. Whatever y'all think it is, y'all, y'all DM us. Y'all tell us <laughs> y'all feedback. Whatever it is, you know what I'm you saying? Know, some people are, are accustomed to chaos. Some people work better in chaos. So, if it's a, a peaceful-ass relationship and it's going smooth, that don't work for a lot of people. Some people really just don't know how to function in normalcy. Like, they like confusion. They like, I won't even say they like it, but that's what they're used to. So that's what they gravitate towards. So, I mean, and that shit goes deeper with upbringings and, you know, what type of household you came up in and what you've seen and whoop whoop But, hey, I'm, yes. I'm not with none of that. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm not looking, though. I'm at the point now where I always joke with my friends, I'm going to get me a man 2020, but... Child, I'm not looking. It's literally going to have to come to me and knock on the door because I'm not going nowhere. Hmm. And I feel you. I'm not really, I ain't going to say I'm not putting in no effort, but I'm just, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. It's it's literally going to have to come to me. Like, I've grown accustomed to being alone, my little ass apartment, 
I'm chilling. Like, got my little space going. I got my little thing going on. So I'm accustomed to this alone shit. So it's if it happened, it happened. But child, we ain't chasing it no more. No, I feel you on that. Um, I just, I'm at a point right now. Damn if it do and damn if it don't. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it's like I'm not about to download an app and go swipe and swipe. I'm not about to do all that, <laughs> knowing damn well it's just probably gonna be a one night stand and that's it. I'm just because I like you. I don't got tired too, ladies. Now moving on. What did you think about this August Alcina and um? And Jada Smith's story. I'm like, and so many people were flipping out about it, but I'm like, they were in the but Jada and Will have been in an open relationship. So why are so many people flipping out about it? And what that also what I got from that was people just nosy as fuck. God damn. People nosy as hell. People think they know them people whole life. This is what I'm gonna say. Will and Jada, yes, they have been in a very open life partnership e situation they've said it on red table talk they jada says something like i can be on my side of the house you could be on your side of the house but basically we are in this marriage and in this thing together so they have a i don't want to call it an open relationship but they they not holding each other down with chains okay so that's number one and number two a lot of people feel like jada took advantage of august Alcino, which could be the case Because if y'all know anything about August, he has been through a lot of shit. And even when he speaks, he speaks like Jada. Like, Mm -hmm. the words that he uses, he talks in damn near poetry just like her. So, I can see them being together in the influence, but at the end of the day, I think it was just them two having a fling. August got his feelings a little more involved than Jada. And here we are. Jada was looking for a fling. August done got coochie with fell in love. And now he can't keep his goddamn mouth closed all on the internet. So I just, I think it was one of them situations. I really do. I But I believe August Alcina. Let me say that. I believe every word. I don't think, I don't think that boy just sat up there and lied about that because it was too in-depth. To be alive, like yes, I, I yes. don't believe that. So I believe. I that. don't. Right, I believe it, but at the same time, like, bro, you should have kept your mouth shut because you. I feel like you knew this was going to be the situation before you got involved with her. You knew she was married. I mean, so why the hell you get your feelings involved? You knew that what this was. Hmm. I I totally agree. I think. You know, like I said, I think he probably he knew what it was, I'm sure, but when you in the situation it's a little different. Like, yeah, I don't think he maybe meant to call feelings, but he did. Um, and shit, Jada look like she got a little game, so it ain't no telling what she was telling him. But one thing I don't think took place, I never, I don't think Jada ever came at August like, I'm about to leave Will. She ain't leaving Will. Like, they've made it very clear. Whatever go on can go on, but they ain't breaking up their little family unit for nothing. So I think right. just having fun. And I, I mean, unfortunately, August, the game is the game. I think it's fucked up that he got his heart broke. A lot of people said she took advantage of him. Could be true. He was very vulnerable going through a lot at the time. It could definitely be true, but 
the theories and the conspiracy theories was hilarious because y'all we don't know these damn people right y'all don't we don't know these people so y'all just need to mind your damn businesses <laughs> it's like we're just too invested I'm like is your ass is bored or something y'all too invested so and people were like I seen think pieces I seen threads like people was so invested into it and just felt like they knew now the only thing you know me I like to keep shit clear. I'm not the type to go and run my mouth about these situations. I take my L's in private. But um, he had an album to promote. At the end of the day, August, I've seen a been in this industry long enough to know that I got an album to promote and I got this juicy ass story about Jada Pickett Smith that happened. This is you know hard to roll out. Honestly, you know what I think? I think you don't really like your music if you gotta use juicy, <laughs> juicy, messy stuff to promote your album. You don't really fuck with your own music like that if you have to go resort to those messages. Because if you got dope music, it's gonna talk for itself. You gonna promote it for yourself, you know what I'm saying? I'm just calling how I see it, you know? That's how the industry works, though. I mean, hey, because, you know, you know people now they going to run to the album like, oh, let me see what song's about Jada. Let me see if he, you know, talking about Jada in this song. Oh, he must be talking about Jada here. So, you know them streams going to go up when it's a little juicy story tied to it. That's why you see a lot of these rappers and artists right before album release is some shit. Just some randomness just comes out of the clear blue and then a couple days later a whole new album out. So, I wouldn't wow. be surprised if it was, you know, part of the rollout or part of, you know, get a little album, a little extra boost. Well, um, well in that case, I hope you done broke Jada off, you know what I'm saying, before you <laughs> spilled this mess. Oh, no. Well, he says he told everybody before he spoke. Jada is denying it all the way, which I expected her to do. Um, She has an image to uphold, so... Yeah, because she doing that damn red table talk. Yeah, she definitely got a image of old. So um, I didn't expect Jada to come out and be like, he's telling the truth that really happened. No, I, she did exactly what someone in her position is going to do. Say, hell no, it didn't happen. I don't know what he's talking about. So, shout yeah. out to I guess she must have heard that Megan Thee Stallion girls in the hood, huh? <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, yep. <laughs> Too much damn Megan Thee Stallion to see girls, but nevertheless, Jada Miss Jada, do you, honey? Uh huh. Do you now going back to having kids? How mm-hmm. do you feel, how do you feel about these push gifts? Because I'm seeing on social media, men just buying their women all kind of designer bags and stuff, all shit at the launch, all from the mall and stuff for having a baby. How do you feel about that? I I like the idea of push gifts. Honestly, I think. I think a lot of guys do it um, really more so as like appreciation for their woman that they in a relationship with. Side bitches ain't getting pushed gifts. I'm sorry. I want to make that very clear. Side bitches is not getting pushed gifts. Ain't nobody really happy about your baby. That's just what it is. Now, back to the topic of hand. Girlfriends and wives, you know, they're getting these push gifts. I really, I'm, I'm feeling it. And Sometimes the push gifts don't have to be something so grand like a car or a Birkin bag and then like that. But 
just you know something to show like I appreciate you bringing my child into this world I think it's a really cute little effort um that guys have kind of initiated and I'm, I'm with it but see the thing about social media social media has made it this grand this grand thing so you know your average nine to five guy feel like well damn like what can I get my girl you know the push gifts is elaborate where you know it don't really have to be elaborate it could be something fit for your budget your price but I think it's just a way to show your girl that you appreciate her for carrying life because pregnancy is pregnancy is hard pregnancy a lot of times can be life-threatening to a woman and it changes a woman physically emotionally mentally spiritually like in so many ways that men could never understand so I think just kind of showing a woman showing your woman that you appreciate her for bringing life into this world I think it's dope I think it's dope and fellas you ain't gotta go buy her like a damn car but you know you can you could just do something to say that you appreciate the sacrifice I'm with it Listen, I'm with it to a degree, but the con- the, con- the woke and conscious side of me says, why the heck? You are proving the Jewish and all other communities of people right about what the hell they say about black people. Because they say black people are liquid when it comes to money. They get it. They give it as fast as they get it. So if I get a, if you get a push gift for me, it's probably going to be an investment to your business or your boutique. Or maybe it might be something that like help you pay your bills or something like that, or whatever you need to help get you caught up through the pregnancy. Hell, I might even help you run your business. You know what I'm that's saying? Yeah, that's that, that's good. Yeah, and honestly, and if and if you get a handbag from me, it'll probably be from a black owned designer because you get these Birkin bags, these merchants, these Louis Gucci merchants. Y'all motherfuckers might be racist. You know Listen. what I'm saying? They don't even like us black people. Shout out to Telfar, black-owned fashion designer. His bags look better than any Birkin bag I've ever seen, and they are priced at a very luxury price. So that's where I'm that's where I will be spending my coin for my next handbag. But nevertheless, I I agree with you. Like how you said helping her with her bills or investing in her business, that's that's a push gift. Like I said, it don't have to be elaborate. Social media will make you think everything got to be elaborate. Yes, if, please. People, no. stop paying attention to social media for everything because social exactly. media will have you flat out broke. Exactly. So, no, I don't want guys to see that and be like, damn, I don't have the money to do this. Investing in your girl business or giving her some money during her pregnancy to do bills or whatever, like, that can certainly still be a push gift. And it, it'll be appreciated. It'll just show that you appreciate her and you, you care, like, what she's going through. So, no. Don't, yes. don't wait, fellas. Fellas, don't don't break the damn bank, you know what I'm no. saying? Because we got to take care of this damn kid, you know what I'm saying? Right <laughs> in the world, we got to take care of the kid. We got to be a provider. We can't be a provider spending millions of dollars for a damn push gift when you got a whole college fund, a whole everything to take care of. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached minute 57 of Liquor Talk, and now we're going to get to the main topic of this episode. I know it took long, but hey, that's what happens when you haven't had somebody (laughs) on your podcast in forever. You just catch up and chopping it up, you know what I'm saying? 
So I salute to everybody that's out here listening with us. I hope you're not so up drunk because that's if you are, <laughs> you just don't know how to manage your alcohol. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. But if you are, hey, hey, it's gonna get better. So go ahead and pull you up some more if you ain't drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For our main topic of tonight, we are going to be dealing with being vulnerable in relationships and also with people, you know what I'm saying? So, you do know what it means? Oh, most definitely. It's very hard. (laughs) Very hard to do. But it can be done, definitely. Yes, being vulnerable is very hard because... Because of past experiences and stuff. So it can be hard to open up with somebody and be vulnerable and hope that that person doesn't hurt you. And so many of us, we probably hurt when we d- decide to be vulnerable and then all of a sudden we're ruining it for everybody. Mm. Why do so many people go- take that mindset of just, oh, it's fuck everybody because one person hurts you, now it's fuck everybody instead of just taking your L and getting back up from it. Why, why are some people better like that? I mean, in a perfect world, that's what it'll be. You'll just take your L and you'll move on. But sometimes, like, the heartbreak can be so big and just so profound, especially if it is your first heartbreak, that it's very hard to move on from that. It's very hard to see anything past that. Um, I done been there. So... And I mean, yeah, it's easy to say like, oh, just move on. Ain't you know everybody not the same. Take your L and go. But when you was just really locked in with that person, and you was not expecting whatever to happen to happen, and it it just hit you so hard. It's especially from somebody you never thought would happen that would happen with. It's just really hard to see the good in really anybody. You be thinking like, shit, this was the love of my life. This is who I thought I was going to marry. And that shit didn't work. Fuck it. It's not going to work with nobody. So I I can definitely, I'm not saying it's right. Because, you know, you, if you want to be in love and you want to be with somebody and you really want to move on, you have to come to a place of acceptance. Like, okay, it didn't work with this person, but everybody's not the same. But until you get there... You know, you you definitely gonna go through that whole fuck everybody. I don't want to be with nobody else. Everybody is trash. Cause I did it, and it took me a minute to break the mindset. I'm still breaking the mindset. Well, at least you're honest about it. It's like what helped me get through it was getting through that first heartbreak, and I and come to a realization like, hey, I actually made it through this, and I came out stronger. You know what I'm saying? But. Exactly. It it did definitely make me scale back the things I did for people or being vulnerable because you can't be vulnerable with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people will show you signs you can be open with them. You can be if they can handle you being open and transparent with them, then be that because if they can't, they just plan themselves. Literally. No. It, they, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like being being vulnerable, especially like after a heartbreak, that shit is not that shit is not easy. But if you're not ready to do it, don't even enter into something. Like if you're not ready to be vulnerable with somebody, don't do it because you're gonna be so guarded and you're gonna be just so triggered and so hurt and 
everything is going to just injure you. You're going to be closed off. You're not going to open up to that person. So don't even waste their time, especially if they're a good person and you know you're not ready. Listen, why? Do, speaking of that, why when some people say that, they will, you'll get those people that will still try to push the button, still push it, you know what I'm saying? What are they looking for that they just feel like they, they can't get nobody but you, even though you not said Oh, I'm not. I'm not ready to be vulnerable right now. Why do people still put try to push the issue? I think it's just wanting to win, wanting to be right, wanting to, you know, feel like they're the ones who got you to do X, Y, Z. And to me, that that just don't work. If you keep pushing an issue with me, I'm the type of person I'm gonna shut down and I'm gonna stop talking to you because if I'm doing you a favor by telling you exactly what it is what it's going to be and you continue to push it that's that's a turn off for me that's going to make me not even want to be friends with you because you constantly pushing this so I, I think it's just some people you know they just they got a competitive spirit about them or then you have some people who feel like okay if I be annoying enough and I just keep being persistent that they're going to say yeah and the reality is no like you're just further turning me to hell off I've learned from experience, persistence does not work with any every person. Mm-hmm. It's like, people will give you size to go ahead, come pursue me, and then oh, people okay. will give you those red, if you see the green light, go. If you see the Is red that- light, run the hell away. Thank you. And then, um, so, so, because sometimes if you see the red light, you keep going, it's like getting that damn, Sometimes it's like hitting a red light ticket camera. You're going to get that damn ticket and you're going to pay the damn price. And that's what's going to happen. And then right. you're going to fuck around and get your feelings hurt. And then you're going to stop being vulnerable with people, which is not good. Exactly. No. You you just have to meet people where they are. Trust me. When somebody wants you, they're going to make that shit crystal as clear that they want to be with you. They want to pursue you. They want to get to know you. And when somebody don't, they also going to make that very clear, too. So, you know, you sh- you shouldn't have to guess. I mean, you just shouldn't. If a person leading you on, that mean they don't want you. So, if a person is making you guess about where you stand with them, they don't want you. Leave leave that alone. But, no, when, when the person who is really wanting you and wanting to get to know you, trust me, they're they going to make the effort. They're going to call. They're going to return your calls. They're going to text back. They're going to check in. They're going to really, they're, they're going to really show you. Like, so, no. It, it's no need to chase behind somebody who is not welcoming that from you, you know? And you're right. And also, people, when somebody's being vulnerable with you, it's okay to validate them. It's okay to <laughs> be open to them. It's, if you're not sure about something, ask them, like, what's going on? Have the healthy discussion, you know what I'm saying? It's because like- that's what a lot of y'all mess up at and being wrong, but that makes sense. somebody not want to open up to you because you be giving them your ass to kiss, and that's not good. No, that's not good at all, and that's something that I'm learning too. Like it's it's okay to you know be vulnerable. You ain't gotta be trying to drink in front of goddamn cakeish podcast all the time. Like you can let a guy pursue you, and you can let him know that you like him back or whatever. But that shit. It is hard sometimes because, you know, nobody want to look stupid. That's another reason dating right now in this climate is so 
difficult because nobody want to look stupid. Nobody want to be too vulnerable. Nobody want to like the other person too much. So it's it's just so convoluted, honestly. Yes, it is so convoluted. That's why I totally feel you on that on that whole day because nobody wants to be vulnerable. For my people in relationships, if you feel it's something that you need to be vulnerable with somebody, you you got to ease into. You can't just come right out of the bat because if you come right at it with them, they, it's gonna start a fight. Exactly. And so many people, they just they start. That's how fights get started. It's like you got to ease them into it. Just you gotta you gotta check in with them and ease into it. You know. Exactly. And and sometimes and also people. People will show vulnerability and also some the right ones they know how to respond and the wrong ones they gonna respond the wrong way and they will show you that they they some idiots. Exactly. They're gonna show you that they ain't interested in your ass. So move on. Just take people where they at. You gotta meet people where they at. If they show you who they is, move the hell on. Yes, you better move from them and run. You gotta move from them and run because they gonna it's only gonna get worse. If you don't, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, here's how you know if you're dealing with somebody vulnerable. They're open to trying new experiences. They don't avoid the negative issues, and they also accept the bad things happen in life. They accept it, and they're willing to move on from them, and that's how you know you can be vulnerable with them. And um, a lot of, because those people, people that dwell in them, they just, you can tell something wrong with them because they just start lashing out you because I know plenty of people that's going through that now and I'm like, you know. Oh, yeah. I wish there was more to do. So what do you say to the people that um that they just going through it and they just taking it out on everybody? Oh, child, your ass need to go sit down on somebody's couch. You need some therapy, honey. Because <laughs> you lashing out on the world when mm. you really need to get to the key and the core, rather, of what the fuck is going on with you. Because people ain't going to take that. I, I had to learn that shit the hard way. People ain't, people ain't going to take you just lashing out because you got shit going on. We all have stuff going on. Everybody is going through something. So people not just going to continue to take you going off on them or being nasty or shit, sometimes just being super withdrawn or whatever, just because you're dealing with something. So, no, you have to, you got to figure out what the fuck is going on with you and address it. Because yes, you need you're gonna to. drive everybody away. And if it's something that I'm the type, I, I need to know, if it's something I can do to help you, let me help you. Don't drive me, don't push me away because if you're with me, we're going to be a team. It's a team effort. It takes two to tango. It takes two to make shit happen because maybe that person that you're trying to drive away can really help you and enlighten you and put you up on things you didn't know. That's how you know you got somebody real. Exactly. You know, but p- pushing people away, just it's not going to get you results. That shit going to get you hurt. That shit going to get you lonely. So, no. No, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all enjoyed that main main piece, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Now, tell me this. <laughs> Who do you want to drag? Oh, my God. Who do I want to... Who am I interested? in dragging today hmm I'm not feeling this whole I don't know if you've been keeping up with it but um it was a Disney employee who stole like $160,000 I think I need to drag this whole oh hell no go ahead 
she not only did she steal $160,000. Listen, I am a believe you get it how you live. Yes, want to scam, go scam. But she stole this $160,000. And then she was putting money all in her family account. And it's like, girl, you can't scam and put the hood on. You need to get your money and run. Like, give me the bag. I won't fumble it. Like, what, what are we doing here? She was she was putting money in different relatives' account, and then she got greedy with $160,000. Like, I know Disney is a big-ass corporation, but, girl, you should have got you $50,000 and sat your ass down somewhere. I could really teach the girls how to scam. <laughs> if, if we talking scams, scamming, you know, I ain't, I'm not with scamming my people, but we can scam some big-ass organizations now. Because they got millions. This little $160,000 is just a drop in the bucket now. If we talking about scamming Disney, I can teach you hoes how to scam. Because this is just outlandish. You stole $160,000 and you trying to pay all your family bills with $160,000. You should have got you fifty, put $20,000 down on you a nice house and set your ass down with the rest. That's Man, it. I'm just gonna drag that. What's her name? Jennifer Insuasti. However you say that, <laughs> Jennifer Insuasti. Yep, she gotta go. Hey, listen, Jennifer, you ain't shit for that <laughs> fucked up way of scamming. God damn! If you like, I said, if you gonna hit Disney, you gotta hit them hard. Hit or em. if you gonna hit them for, you better take that little bit of money and haul ass. Haul hit ass. You better take it before they even know it because, like I said, shit, I'm the same thing. I know people that scam too. They'll tell you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll tell you how to do this stuff. It's just, oh, and also, it tells me she didn't watch the movie American Gangster because, no. no, because there was a scene where the Asian man warned Frank, you might want to get out of this before, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> our greed overtakes us. Exactly. She wasn't listening. She really wasn't. She's trying she to put re- the hood on with a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Girl, you better look out for your damn self. You better look out for your damn self for real. Listen, the person I need to drag today, mayor of Atlanta. Oh, you ain't God. shit. God yes. damn. Yes. You will say everything against these damn people for looting and all this stuff going on, but you yet to condemn the damn officers. Causing the damn drama. Oh, yes. Keisha done let me down. Keisha let me I, down. I'm a, I'm a rattler, and I'm, I'm disappointed in you, Keisha. I'm like, God damn, you a fucking rattler. You got my school on, and you disappointed me. It's disappointing I got to tell you on Look and Talk that you ain't shit. God damn. Damn, Keisha, girl. You done disappointed the whole Look and Talk, the Cage's podcast, girl. We is disappointed. The whole we game. Dis- yes. You know what? You disappointed us. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like that's why ATL, like I'm talking about ATL people, I hope y'all get to them hoes and vote that lady out when it's time. <laughs> I hate to advocate for that, but also, you know, to all you other black people who ain't who ain't skin folk, who ain't down with the cause, y'all ain't shit either. Because I saw this video of people dancing on the flag, black folks dancing on the flag. This is the chick said my, 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 um, my ancestors fought for that flag. Oh, girl, bitch. hush, hush. Bitch, you child. ain't shit. You know these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about us. Hush, That's child. That's on the damn flag. Hush, child, hush, girl. It's a flag. It's a piece of cloth. 
cut please. the shit. Please. Cut and also, shit. lastly, speaking of a piece of cloth, so all you motherfuckers that are pro Confederate flag, y'all asses ain't shit either. Oh, there are really, there are really people out here still whining about this flag. Oh, this is my family heritage. Well, guess what? Get over your it. family heritage. Get over it because the world sees it as racist. And then you want to say, oh, "But I'm not racist." Then shut the fuck up about the fucking flag. Cut the shit, dead ass. We don't give a damn about no goddamn flag. Fuck. We don't. And oh, and oh, uh, while we going off, the NFL done popped in my head too. Do you know why? <laughs> they, listen, do you know these motherfuckers talking about playing the African American, the um African national anthem before the games too? I'm like, oh my god, this is so stupid. We literally just want the police officers arrested. We don't want all this other extra shit you're doing. Please. That's all we want. We literally. Uh, that's all we want. That's Arrest it. the damn cops that be killing our black people. That's Y'all doing it. all this extra shit. They doing yeah. everything but arresting these goddamn police officers. We don't care about none of that shit. No, no we don't. We don't. Just arrest the damn cops and then we'll be happy. Then we will gladly give you our dollar. Hell, we Glad. might not even give you our dollars. Because <laughs> the uh, way these black-owned businesses looking right about now. <laughs> Period. Like, they doing everything, but the murals in the street, that's nice. Changing street names and all of that. Listen, it's great. Arrest the goddamn police officers who are killing unarmed blacks. That's it. Yes. That's yes, it. and also I can't even take the one in Tampa seriously because I saw a video of a couple weeks ago. Officer got the lady pulled over, got the gun about to pull out. Yes. Like he about to, I'm like, you know what? That's how I know this ain't nothing but a PR stunt. It's a PR because stunt. That's all it is because until I see some action behind your words, it ain't nothing but a PR stunt to me. That's why all these damn companies out here saying, oh, Black Lives Matter to us and stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. It ain't been mattering. Don't let it matter. Now, listen, I don't give a damn if it matters. Just arrest the cops. You ain't got to do exactly. nothing else for me. Just do that. And we good. Arrest them, arrest them damn cops, and we'll be good. We'll be all right. And arrest, and arrest these people that be killing our black people also in groups. Because I know you be seeing these stories about how they'll be the only black person in the group all of a sudden they died. Oh, well, oh. Oh, arrest all they asses too. All they asses. Well, don't even get me started on on that shit. Yeah, I, I know you done seen some of that shit. I'll be like, are you serious? Don't even get me on that shit. And because I can go on a whole tangent about how black people need to be very cautious around their all white friends. Like that's a whole Please. separate rabbit hole. But oh, I I definitely peeped that shit. Yeah, and I and that's why it's like I, I got love for white folks. I'm cool white folks, but you ain't gonna catch me being in an all white group uh, unless it's talking business to someone. It's like exactly. a corporation or something like that, and I could just go home. No, unless we talk about the money or business, that's probably where you'll catch me. But if it's just leisure, uh-uh, oh, no. no, I'm I'm good on that shit. Honestly, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm not trying to be gone missing. You know what I'm saying? And then people ain't here. And also, you know what makes me mad is these police um departments they don't want to investigate. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh no! But I thought y'all just said Black Lives Matter. 
You know, child, they not investigating like that. Like I said in the beginning, black women going missing, they saying she ran away. So, no, they're not. They're definitely not investigating anything. So I'm just, I'm just saying to my my black people, if your friend group is primarily white, I just encourage you to be very weary and aware of what the fuck is going on around you. That's all I'm saying. Also, and also, you need to text your black friends your location. You know what I'm saying? Tell them, tell them location, tag numbers, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going, you don't need to go miss on my watch, goddammit. No. You know what I'm saying? Because it's already enough of us gone missing that need to come home. It's too many of us. Please text your, text your non-white friends and just send your location. When my homegirl send me my location, I don't even question it. I'm just, okay. Mm -hmm. Let me know exactly because you know if you sending me your location, then the thought is there. So okay, yeah, I ain't even questioning it. I'm gonna make sure I watch this goddamn location because you know we just gotta look out for us. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So fellas, when your woman tells you, text her when you get home. Fellas, do it. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even get mad about it. You know what I'm saying? My sister be doing it to me. She be like, hey, text me when you get home. And I, as soon as I pull up, I'll just let her know I'm home. Or if, um, because you kind of have to nowadays, the way these cops oh, yes. target practice on us, you know what I'm saying? They just be out here targeting us for no reason. You have to, you know what I'm saying? You definitely have to. I do that with my friends. I do that with my mama. Um, Anybody, if I was, you know, just text me when you get home. You, you ain't got to text me where you been. Just let me know that you made it. That's it. Yes, yes, that's it. Well, tell me this. What's going what you got coming up in store with the cake dish? The cake dish podcast. We're just same old, same old, really just trying to grow it, trying to get more listeners, trying to figure out the whole monetization thing. Um, that's really it. I want more guests, I want more just more content. That's it. That's all I can really say that I'm working on is just more content that people, you know, that people are seeming to like. No, I feel you on that. I'm I'm that same way with Look and Talk, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to run this back on the cake dish. And yes. the next time we run this back on Look and Talk, it will be the season three premiere, which will be next month, hey. y'all. And guess what? And even more bonus, we're bringing back a topic from the cake dish to liquor talk. Uh-oh. He knows what topic I'm going to bring. <laughs> I don't say it. <laughs> yes, sir. It's, I'm ready. Uh, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, this I hope y'all have been enjoying this. I hope y'all enjoy us together. Any final thoughts for the people? Y'all be good. Y'all be safe out here. Watch out for one another. Black women, black men. Watch, watch out for your fellow sister. Watch out for your fellow brother. That's it. That's real. Ladies and my final thought tonight is this, ladies and gentlemen, you have to be vulnerable at some point. It's okay to be vulnerable with people. If they're not vulnerable with you, then oh well, they're playing themselves. But listen, you can only control your actions. You know what I'm saying? You are the captain of your domain. You can't control everybody else. If they're an asshole to you, let them suffer that karma. Let karma whoop their ass. You exactly. just continue being you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Liquor Talk Podcast. P, where can the people find you at? Y'all can find me, the Cake Dish Podcast. You can find the Cake Dish Podcast on Instagram. 
Cake Dish Podcast on Twitter. Y'all can follow me if you want to get up close and personal. Caked Up Dripped Out on Instagram. If you want to listen to the Cake Dish Podcast, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Anchor. Um, I know it's another one that I'm missing. I'm sorry, but if you follow the Instagram, it's all there. So y'all come join the Cake Dish Podcast here in that chat. Ladies and gentlemen, join the cake dish because we we're gonna be doing this thing. It, it won't be forty episodes between we us fellowship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we gonna try to do this on a regular basis, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all already know what it is. This is the Look and Talk podcast. Y'all can follow that on Instagram on Twitter. Now, if you want to get for some close and personal with me, it's Twitter Real V Jones and Instagram also Real V Jones as well. And a thanks shout out to everybody that's listening to all the platforms we're on. I'm. Y'all know these damn platforms by now. If you don't, your dad is a hoe. Yeah, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna go ahead and get up out here for this episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it half as much as we enjoyed giving it to you, ladies and gentlemen. Until the next time you hear liquor talk, remember that all your problems are just temporary and just to pull that liquor up and keep it moving and keep pushing because life is a marathon, not a sprint. Until next time, deuces. Bye.